Good morning. First things first, <clears throat> let me cover something. Watching Sister Lynn Isaacs do praise and worship is lit. All right? I'm going to tell you, like, all the hand movements is in, it's incredible. Second thing, uh, yesterday I got a call about 1230. It's a message from Pastor. And so I'm at um, film study. Well, with my head coach and my uh, defensive coordinator, we're there at Christmas, and I get this voicemail. I see it comes up, so I call him back right away. And he says, why are you watching film? Y'all just need to catch and tackle. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're doing the message tomorrow. Okay. Great. No problem. So, today, I am Pastor Field Sharp. I have on my Pastor Fields glasses, <laughs> and because earlier I got a, a text message from Sister Gwen, because I tease her about being a Raiders fan, because I am a Chiefs fan, and she's a Raiders fan, and we all have sin, right. so we have to, you know, support her, and it says that all the ministers are supposed to support all the other ministers and all their endeavors, so for Sister Gwen, I have on silver and black to help her, okay? <laughs> so I got everything covered right now. So today, uh, we're going to talk about, the name of this is called, Okay, It's Monday Morning, Now What? Okay? Because we're all good on Sunday, at least till like 3.30, right? Like we all should be rolling pretty good, you know, we have good praise and worship, unbelievable, we'll have a good message, and then by 3.30 we start thinking about stuff that is just life, okay? Life gives you roadblocks. It doesn't mean that God hates you. It's just life. At school, I had this uh, kid on Friday tell me about how God hate, God hate, or life hated him. I said, well, why does life hate you? He said, well, I, I fell down. I slipped on the bus and fell down. You're clumsy. <laughs> my little brother threw my phone down. Okay, A, how old's your little brother? Three. B, why do you have a phone in sixth grade? Okay? So life doesn't necessarily hate you. Life gives you obstacles. And what we fail to remember is what we've overcome that God has allowed us to get through each and every day. We take for granted small miracles. Small things that have happened. Small things that happen in our lives each and every day, we overlook. We need to understand what God has given us the ability to do. And as through the scripture, he talks about that this is going to be a battle. Like, this is not going to be easy. I'm going to prepare you and give you the strength that you need so that you can get through your everyday life. Because it's the work that you have to do. It's not about what... He's going to do, because he's already supplied us with everything. So, and when you were in school, if a teacher gave you a test and all the answers, some of us would forget the answer sheet on the test. Right? Not study, knowing we got the answers. We good. It's awesome. I'm about to get 100% on this test. My parents are going to be so happy. 
Come to school, can't find it, right? Looking in your locker, not there. Going through your supremely organized backpack, which has 800 pieces of paper stuffed in four different little slots that you're trying to search through, can't find it. Don't know whether you left it on the bus, don't even know whether you left it at home. God has given us all the answers. God has given us all the tools. He's given us the answers to the test. Now, whether you remember to bring your sheet to the test is on us. That's not on him. He's already given it to us. It's on us to remember. So today we're going to be talking about Monday morning and the rest of the week and roadblocks. So I have this, um, my recovery prayer devotional, okay? So on the 23rd, it worked out well. It says, leaping over roadblocks. And it's, I'm going to read today from Psalms 18, 30 through 39. Psalms 18, 30 through 39. Psalms 18 and 30, it says, What a God! His road stretches straight and smooth. Every God direction is road tested. Everyone who roads, runs towards him makes it. And it says down here, We know that roadblocks can come from the enemy or just part of life. But often, they're a God's test of our character. Will you apply the lessons that you have been taught to get through each and every day? We need to decide in advance whether we'll allow hurdles to block our spiritual growth, recovery steps. And let's talk about recovery steps. So let's not get this twisted. Let's get this out of the way right now. That's not about drugs or alcohol. That's about your life needs to be recovered. Because if your life didn't need to be recovered, you wouldn't be here. Especially at this church. Right? You would not be here if you didn't have a problem with spending, if you didn't have a problem with social media, if you didn't have a problem with gossip, if you didn't have a problem with relationships, if you didn't have a problem with self-esteem, if you didn't have a problem meddling people's lives, that is your addiction. So you need to recover. So when we talk about this recovery, don't think, well, I ain't an addict. I ain't a drunk. I am looking at my phone right now during church, but I ain't got no problems. <laughs> right? Let me check my fantasy roster one more again to make sure I have everybody. No one got hurt in pregame so far. Right? While I'm doing this, whose thumb is sore? Right? Does anybody have a little thumb tendonitis? Am I the only one? Really? I'm the only one that does this? Okay, I'll take it. We need to decide in advance whether we'll allow hurdles to block our spiritual growth. Will you allow something that happened on your way to work to remove you from God? It's traffic. It's not the plot of Satan to disrupt your whole day. It's called construction on 435. Right? That's all it is. Right? And we all know, because we've seen it on the news that morning and on our app, that it's going to go from three lanes to one lane. And it's the same thing every morning. And yet every day we are just completely shocked. <laughs> oh my God, there's traffic at 6.30 in the morning on 4.35 heading towards Kansas City. Really?
Will we allow hurdles to block our recovery steps? Will we allow family members to tell us that that really didn't happen? Will we allow family members to tell us that's not what happened, you don't remember? That's not real. No, it's real. What happened to you is real. It's dead on real. Some people will deny that that stuff happens in their family because it's against the culture to talk about things and sins that happen in the family. So we will allow our family's excuse to block us from our recovery to regain our spirit over what happened to us as children. That is cultural. People hide. Don't tell anyone. This is a family secret. If at a barbecue or family reunion, if you are told to have the kids watch Uncle So-and-so, that's a problem. Don't let them go with cousin. That's blocking somebody's recovery because you're allowing them to be put in harm's way. That's not the plan of Satan. That's your family. That's what we have to deal with. That's a Monday thing. It's not a Sunday thing. This is Monday through Saturday. It's Monday morning, and this thought has come up. It's making me sad. What is going on in my brain? Because I'm thinking about something that has happened to me that my family will not acknowledge. That is my recovery roadblock. What's your life mission? What are you waiting for? God has given you talents. God has given you abilities. God has given you everything that you need except for your own willingness to be excellent in your own life. You can be provided everything. But unless you do the work, it's just going to be this. I understand strength and conditioning. I understand diet, I just don't do it. <laughs> right? Like, that's not a plan of Satan. That's me being lazy. Right? Let me, let me yell at another kid for not making time on running. Knowing good and darn well, it may take me not 18 seconds to get down and back, but it may take me 45 seconds to get down and back, and I'll be yelling at my own self. It's because I allow it. It's the little things. It's not Satan, it's just life's roadblocks. We need to decide in advance whether we'll allow hurdles to block our own spiritual growth, recovery steps, or life missions, or if we expect the Lord to lead us along the detour route. So everybody has this plan, right? How well is your plan working? My plan is to go from A to B. Didn't tell me I had to go to C, D, E, and F, all the way down to Z to get back to B. That's what, he's, that's what he's there for. Or if we expect the Lord to lead us along his detour route and teach us to leap over roadblocks. So he's going to show you. It's not the fact that he has to do it for you. He's going to give you the ability to do it. You just have to put forth the action. All right, so let's get into Scripture. Psalms 18. 
and 30. God's way is perfect. All the Lord promises prove true. He is a shield for those who look to him for protection. Some people think that a belief in God is a crutch for the weak people who can't make it on their own. Duh. Right? If you can make it on your own, you'd be all right. But you can't. We have this hole in us, this gaping hole that we try to fill with whatever to make us feel good. Whatever it is. We try to fill it. We stuff it with whatever. M&M's? I'm not going to lie. M&M's are great. Television. Sports. Pornography. Staying out all night. That 3 a.m. hookup. God is indeed a shield to protect us from when we are too weak to face certain trials by ourselves, but he does not want us to remain weak. He's not telling you, I'm giving you all this so you can slump around all day and be like, poor me. My life's so unfair. It's not what he's asking. I've given you strength. I've given you courage. I've given you the ability to deal with what's going on, and I will stand beside you, and if I have to, in fact, carry you, I will carry you until you are able to stand on your own. But you have to stand eventually. You can't just stay crippled. You have to do the rehab. You have to do the work. He has given you everything to have an excellent and phenomenal life. You have to choose to do it. 31, for who is God except the Lord, but our God a solid rock? 32, God arms me with strength and he makes my ways perfect. Arms me with strength. Does that tell you that you have to be, you have to be given something to be armed? And to be armed is not necessarily something that's going to be easy. If you're being armed, you have to go face something, Correct? You're not armed with cupcakes, right? You're armed with either a weapon or a shield to protect you, right? It is a sidearm, correct, gentlemen? Yes, it is a sidearm, right? You're going may, that may be an offensive weapon at some point. Could be a defensive weapon, but it is something. And he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. Okay, look, he's training your hands for it. He's getting you ready. He's prepping you. He's preparing you to go into battle. That means you have to walk forward and leave all the fear behind. I've never been in war, but I bet you it is scary as hell. It has to be. But those people walk forward. Because they have been trained, they have been prepped, they have been armed, and they walk forward anyway, even though there is fear present, they overcome their fear, and they go forward into the uncertainty, into the unprepared situation that they're in. And yet, we think, because Ellen in the next cubicle is eating chips, 
our road is destroyed. Make a decision. Be who God wants you to be. No more excuses. No more. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. Well, that sounds like a weapon to me. God doesn't promise to eliminate challenges. Instead, he promises to give us the strength to meet those challenges. All right, there it is. I didn't write it. I just read it. You have challenges put in front of you each and every day. Will you face your challenges head on knowing that God is behind you? God is right here, walking with you, hand in hand, facing the dangers with you. Will you continue to walk forward? Now, we're all fired up by this by about 3.30, but Monday morning is coming. Okay? Monday morning is coming. And you're going to have to get up tomorrow morning, and you're going to have to get ready. I don't know how this works in some places, but in some houses, you're going to have to pick out your clothes and make a decision and not change eight times, but go with your initial, okay? I have some shirts in my closet that I know I can't wear. And I look at them a lot and go, hmm, hmm, hmm. Knowing that as soon as I put that on, I will not be able to breathe. <laughs> but I look at him anyways. Is that Satan? No, that's me being too lazy to do the right diet, to do the right exercise, to wear that shirt. That's all that is. That's just life. That's not something, some, you know, some plan to keep me oppressed. It's me not getting off the couch. It's me loving lemon butt cake. It's me loving M&Ms, all right? That's all it is. It's simple. How do you view roadblocks in your life? So I looked up roadblock. What is a roadblock? Roadblock is a barrier on a road, especially one set up by authorities to stop or examine traffic. So then I looked up barrier. Barrier, barricade, obstruction, or any hindrance. That can also be a roadblock. Any hindrance. That's any hindrance. That's not, that's any hindrance. That could be anything. That's what it is. That's what a roadblock is. We all have roadblocks each and every day. We have to choose to keep moving forward over those roadblocks. You've been given the tools. You have been given the strength. You have been given the ability to do it. It says in 35, you have given me your shield of victory. All right, so you've already won, but yet you're afraid to go ahead and win. That, like I, I know I went to public school, but I need some help with that one. You've already won. You've already won, but you're afraid to win anyways. There's a lot of us in here right now. We use fear as a crutch to keep us paralyzed. We use fear to face the roadblock that whatever is in our life, we, we put that fear out there that says we cannot achieve it. 
I cannot do my dreams because I am afraid of whatever excuse you want to put in there, fill it in. Because it's an excuse. God didn't give you the talents and abilities for just, like he was just throwing stuff at you, like when he created you, like I'm going to give you this, give you a couple of those. It's not like packing a lunch. Right? He gave it to you for a purpose. You have the ability to organize. You have the ability to comfort. You have the ability to lead. You have the ability to think. You have the ability, now let's make it real plain, to walk. Every morning I get up and I'm excited. You want to know why I'm excited? Because I got some things in my house that a lot of people don't. I got electricity. I got AC. I got running water. I got food, right? And everybody walks outside, oh my God, it's hot. Yeah, but I ain't in Miami or Puerto Rico or Houston where they are living right now without those few essentials, but there are still those who are praising God even in the midst of having a house full of mold, <laughs> being hot like I don't know hot, like I, like I, I can't even imagine what it is to be in 100 degrees with that humidity and no electricity. But yet we worried about what? Oh my God, I got to change the, the batteries in the remote. So devastating. <laughs> Did my wife pack me fruit snacks in here? There are people starving. There will be people in Mexico City who have lost loved ones, who will not have electricity for six months. We can't go barely six minutes without our phones. How about six months with no electricity? There are islands completely erased. So what's your roadblock? How serious is it? That's a roadblock. When you're Island is erased and there's no power source, that's official. I get that one. Like, I'm cool, like, that's a problem. Okay? What has happened down there is a disaster. What happens in the Virgin Islands is a disaster. What's happened to Puerto Rico is a disaster. What's happened to part of the Florida Keys is a disaster. What happened to my the disaster? I get that. You deciding what shoes to wear is not a disaster. But yet some of us view that as something so horrible that I am going to be in a bad mood before I even get in the car. I'm upset about something. I can't find an earring. Really? There's people who don't, can't find their house. There's people right now who can't find their loved ones because they can't get in contact, because the simple things that we take for granted are roadblocks, are not even present in those places. There are no signals for cell phones. But I'm going to go get that iPhone 8. What's my trade-in value? It says here, 35, you have given me your shield of victory, your right hand support, supports me, and your help has made me great. I want you to understand that part of 35. Your help has made me great. So if it says me, 
And we're supposed to read this for ourselves. So he is telling, the word is telling you that his help has made you great. It has made you great, has made you a champion, has made you an overcomer, has made you a leader, has made you a child of the Most High. He has made you great. But yet, we will throw that away like we threw away the answers for the test because we file it in some place and we can't remember where we found it. That's our roadblock. Simple, yet completely complex and overwhelming. How simple it is to accept what God has given you. God has blessed you with a child, and it doesn't matter the extenuating circumstances. He has prepared you, and he has blessed you, and that is fact. There is no doubt. There is no fear. This is what the Lord has provided for you. Accept it. Cherish it. Embrace it. Live it. Don't hide it. Don't hide it. Kids ask me about my tattoo all the time. I have this, tell you all the time I have a forearm piece. Okay? So in the Old West, for those of you who, who don't know, in the Old West, in Western movies, you would see the gamblers at the table, right? And there would be some guy all of a sudden, shh, that card would come down, right? Out of the sleeve, and all of a sudden that hand would be really good, right? He'd win, take all the chips, and everybody would be all mad, right? Bottles thrown, shots fired, whatever. Well, I have it a different way. I have a card right here. It's an old Western playing card, and it's of Calvary, and the card is the King of Kings, and it says, His blood, my redemption. So, I have the highest card in the deck up my sleeve. So no matter what you bring against me, you are taking that L. All right? No matter what you bring against me, I have a visual reminder of everything that I have overcome, every roadblock I have surpassed, everything that I have put in my path that I have now allowed myself to be up here right now. Right here, right now, this is what I'm doing? To know where I have been, to know that I have laid on concrete, starving, hungry, homeless because of addiction, and I am here right now, and we're going to complain about some stuff like I can't find an earring? That's not how this works. It's what God has given us. So I'm going to play that card. I'm going to use God. Like, I got some tools. Right? You got the answers to the test. Why don't you use it? Don't put it away. Live it. Experience it. God has blessed you with certain items that you possess. Please stop allowing simple, everyday stuff to keep you from using it. So, Plus, it says, God has made me great. Like, I'm not even, I mean, come on now. Right? Like, I got that Jesus swag. Like, I'm walking around telling you exactly who I am in Christ. You want to know why? He's made me great. Right? Like, I'm great. Like, I'm great. I am great. All right? 
I'm great. Like my pastor walks around up here all the time like, how do you not know this by now? I'm great. Don't hide it. Show it off. Let everybody know I'm great. Are there stuff that's going to try to make me stumble? Yes, but God has made me great so I can use what I have to overcome. It says in, uh, let's go to 36, he made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. Listen, my path is like a six lane on super highway. Okay, so let me, let me give you a visual of what it is to keep you from slipping. Because I'm a visual guy, so I need like a reminder. Who here has seen a toddler walk? Okay? It's like a little drunk two-year-old. Right? Just stumbling around all the time. And there's a parent always doing what? There you are, stumbling around in your walk like a drunk two-year-old. And there's God going, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Nope, nope, nope. Get down, get down, get down, get down, get down, get down. Can I make it any more plain for you? That's all it is. That's our walk. That's our roadblocks. Each and every day is things that we, could, we just can't even fathom walking through because we stumble and we fall. But God's like, all right, get up. Come on, dust, dust yourself off. Get up. You got a scrape. You got a yah-yah. You got an owie. You'll be all right. Okay. 37, I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I need you to think about this right now. For those of you who are writing something, write this down right now. Write a list of what you've overcome. Write your inventory down. Write that list. What have I overcome? And then all of a sudden get real thankful. Take inventory of all the roadblocks that you have overcome each and every day. Some of you have come from surgeries, right? Some of you have, have overcome the loss of loved ones, sons, daughters, husbands, wives, aunts, uncles. Some of you have recovered from cancer, right? Like if you recovered from cancer, like your day should be pretty good every day, right? Like I've gone through chemo. No, not me. I'm not saying me. I mean, my family history. This, like, everybody in my family has had cancer, right? Like, everybody. Like, you know when you go to the doctor and it says you got to fill out family history? Like, I'm going to need a notebook. This, this little page right here? Oh, no. People have overcome cancer. People have overcome addiction. People have overcome homelessness. People have overcome abuse, sexual physical, emotional, you have overcome that, list that, and see how God has removed that roadblock from your life and what you've overcome. 38, I struck them down so they could, get not, they could not get up, and they fell beneath my feet. My enemy was struck, I have conquered them, and they fell, and they were beneath my feet. So what's beneath your feet? Are you standing over something if it's beneath you? You're not standing under it. How many people, now I, I'm, okay, I'm 46, but I still do this because it's ridiculous, but I still do it. 
Who understands if you step on a crack, you break your mama's back? Like, I'm the only one that goes like this. Whoop. Yo, there's another one. Right? In my family, my, my mother-in-law talked about splitting poles. So, like, when you're walking through a parking lot and there's a pole, like, whoop, whoop, we'll all make sure that we're in line. I mean, that's what we do, though. But that's beneath you. What you're walking over is beneath you. You are walking on top of something. That is your enemy that you walk over, that you step over, that you step around. That's your roadblock. Simple when we break it down, but we get all crazy with it. Okay? So, 39, you have been armed with strength for battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. Strength. This allows me to draw on his power. My reserve tank when I'm weak, you're going to get tired. You're going to get beat up. You're going to take the hits, as Pastor Fields says. You're going to take hits, says his strength. When has his strength ever run out? Never. So we just tap in. We just draw from. It says his strength, not your strength, because our strength is like a little short. A little weak on stamina. You know what? It's just, it's just who we are. Right? His strength, though. His strength. His unending power. His unending love. His unfailing love. His unfailing power. We just draw on to that. Plug in. Take your adapter. Plug it in. We do it with our phones all the time. How about taking your life and plugging in? Make sure you get charged. Right? Because seriously, don't raise your hand, because I know none of us in here are like that. Who has to charge their phone more than once during the day? And you're at work. I ain't saying no names. I ain't pointing at nobody. I am not looking at anybody who has been on their phone at work. This allows me to draw on his power, my reserve tank, when I am weak. This is what it is. The letter I and the, the last two have shown you this is what the work that you have to do. It says, 37, I chase my enemies. I did that. I did not stop until they were conquered. I did that. I struck them down so they could not get up. I did that. I had to put forth the work to save my life. I had to put forth the work to stop using crack cocaine. I had to do that. No one could love me through that. No one could do it for me. No one could face my darkness. No one could face my, my self-hate. No one could face all the issues that I have. No one could face that except for me. I had to do that. I had to step over that roadblock. He gave me the ability. I tapped into his strength, and I overcame. And I walk through. And there's a lot of you who have done the exact same thing. Don't hide it. Don't hide the victory that God has given you over everything that you will overcome. Because somewhere, at some place, you're going to tell somebody that I have been through and I have overcome. And this is who I am now because the Lord my God has saved me.
This is a fact. We are all here, right here, right now, to deliver one message to the rest of this world. That I'm a child of the Most High. I am a believer. And I know my purpose in life. So Monday's coming. So let me give you a little something we do at my house, okay? So I have this, now, I had to edit this one part, because. So let me read 39 again, then I'll read this. So 39, it says, you have armed me with strength for battle. You have armed me with strength for battle. You have armed me with strength for battle. That doesn't mean it's just going to be cups, cupcakes and puppy's breath and Skittles. Stuff will get hard. Stuff will get real. You will have to face something to get through that battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. It means you win. So all through this, let's look at some key terms here. Victory, okay, I like victory. Victory is good, God's promises, I understand that. He arms me with strength, got that. He makes me sure-footed as a deer, check. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have, oh, here's victory again. Here's a shield of victory. He supports me, he's made me great. He's made me a wide path. He's chased, I've chased my enemies, I've caught them. I didn't stop, and I struck them down. That's what he's prepared me with. This is what I have to do. So, on Monday, like, I'm really excited on Monday. Like, people hate Mondays, okay? People really hate Mondays. I'm excited about Monday. And at our house, we have a hashtag. It's called Attack Monday. Right? So many of us walk into Monday defeated. Oh, my God, it's Monday. I'm going back to work. How about, heck, yeah, I'm going back to work. I got a job today. Right? I got a job today. I'm going to work. Right? It's Monday. How are we supposed to get to the weekend if we don't start? Right? right? It's Monday. So, now I'm going to read this to you, and, and there's some words in there you'll know. You'll figure it out. So, I'm a big fan of sharks, okay? I was scared at six when I saw Jaws for the first time, right? Great reverence of sharks ever since there. Now, I'm 46 while looking at the deep end of a pool. Yeah, I will. I can get in there, right? I love watching Shark Week. Now, I love the massive great white shark. This massive, sleek, prehistoric predator that swims in the oceans all the time that people have this fascination with, I have fascination with it too. Now, would I be on one of those tours where you get in the tank, or in the little cage, and they put the, the, the tuna out, and they let the sharks to swim up to you? I'll watch it on TV. <laughs> bah. All right, so if I'm going to enable the message, I would get in that water. God's going to protect me. He's going to allow me to overcome that fear of getting in there and watching this massive animal. Now, the only thing we don't realize is how big uh, these animals are. Uh, look at your car and then put teeth on it. <laughs> That's a big fish, right? Ain't no, like... like like people who are like who are scared of chihuahuas, eh. but 20 feet, 3,500 pounds with teeth, that's intimidating. So here's my saying. Do sharks complain about Monday? No. They're up early, biting stuff, chasing stuff, being scary, 
reminding everyone that they are a shark. Get up early. Chase your dreams. Remind everyone that you're a Christian. Remind yourself, and that's how you attack your Monday. You get ready to go, just like a shark doesn't care whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, don't care. I'm swimming around this ocean, and I am biting stuff, and I will chase stuff down, and I will let everybody know as soon as that fin hits that surface that there is a mm, shark there. That's what we do. We get up in the morning, we give thanks, right? Think about this. Put this in your terms. They're up early. We get up early. We're biting stuff. We get to eat, right? We're chasing stuff. We're chasing our dreams. We're chasing our abilities. We're chasing what God has given us so that we can do what? Overcome, catch, and win. Be victorious. So let's put it together. Being scary. You know what? I want, listen, Satan, be scared. Be scared. I have that holy boldness. I have the blood of Christ. I have been, my life has been redeemed. I have salvation. I will walk forward because guess what? I'm right here. I'm right here. See me. Come see me. Now my week's going to be hard because I just challenged him. But I don't care. Guess what? I win. Right? I already win. It don't matter. Let's be scary in our pursuit, reminding everyone that I am a Christian. I'm a child of the Most High. What I have been given, you cannot take from me. Once you have that salvation, you cannot be, it cannot be taken away. You have been given new life, new DNA, new purpose. So tomorrow, when you get up, after you get prayer, after you eat breakfast, before you get in the car, because I know some of you all are going to be on your phone at some point, because I am. Hashtag Attack Monday. That's what it is. It's Attack Monday. Let's go win. We're good? All right. We have uh, Brother Elliot. Will you come up and open the doors to the church? Yes, Brother Elliot.